Before we utilize the terms ecology and environmentalism, cultures around the world practice recycling and waste reduction. With the rise of plastic consumption, people in countries like Romania are witnessing the effects of negligent environmental policies more than ever before. Recycling was a tradition in Romanian households before the communist revolution. Glass bottles, yogurt containers, damaged pots and bowls, each presented an opportunity for reuse, time and time again. But when plastic is everywhere, and most of it single use, how do we maintain the sustainable practices of older generations? Hafadeh and welcome to Inherited. We share the work of young audio storytellers, hoping to uplift a new generation of climate advocacy. I'm your season host, Shaylin Martos, and this is season three, episode six, Bag of Bags. This episode's storyteller, reporter and audio producer Radu Stokitsa, grew up with his family's bag of bags. Their collection of multi-use plastic containers for everything from groceries to PE uniforms. Today, Radu shares conversations with experts and family on Romanian traditions honoring the versatility of our materials. Here's Radu Stokitsa with Bag of Bags. Growing up between a small post-industrial town in southern Romania and a smaller village, my parents and I would save all the jars to use as drinking glasses, yogurt containers for flower pots, and any time we'd come home from the store with a plastic bag, which was rare, we'd stuff it right into our bag of bags, a single plastic bag to hold all others. My family did not have the language of ecology, recycling, or reusing. Instead, we did what we thought was normal. Reuse any jar you buy, ideally by pickling cucumbers or unripe tomatoes for winter. And when you needed a bag, you grabbed one from the bag of bags. But nowadays, plastic is everywhere. From the leaves we use to cover our coffees to the plastic bags in which we get our groceries. Meanwhile, environmental campaigns led by corporations shift the responsibility onto us consumers, as the ones having the power to enact change. And sure, while individual action is helpful to move towards a greener world, true change will come when corporations are held accountable for their push of plastic onto the general public. Plastic waste is piling up in the world's landfills, sewer systems, and in the Țin minte că până, până când, în perioada până în 20 de ani erau niște sacoșe care se vindeau cu 5 lei, ceea ce era o sumă enormă. Cum ar veni acum, nu știu, poate chiar 500, nu 500, un 50 de lei. Da, chiar un 50 de lei acum. There were plastic bags with international bands, with artists and various companies imprinted on them. It was expensive buying one, and what we used to do was to patch it on the inside to last longer. This is my father, Yuan, a retired forest ranger. 
Since quitting the world of labor, he's joined a local university where he studies tourism geography. My family, like many others, prized every possession we had. A plastic bag offered endless opportunities for reuse. We carried gifts in it for cousin celebrations, my physical education uniform while at school, as well as basketballs, books, and groceries. My dad would bring home cheese from the shepherds in the mountains in an old Marlboro plastic bag. The bag was at least 10 years old, and he used it long past when cigarette companies were allowed to advertise in Romania. It reeked of intense salty cheese, yet my parents never threw it out. Instead, they gave it a good wash and let it dry in the sun. It was embarrassing at one point, going to class with this smelly bag in tow, just because my parents forgot to pack my tracksuit in the other, cleaner ones. We would get rags and add the protective layer on the inside. We were very proud of our bags and the same applied for bottles. Whenever we had a plastic bottle, which was a rarity, we would keep it forever. Eventually, green consumerism found its way through Romania. It posed consumption of new so-called green products as a one-size-fits-all solution, ignoring all the previous practices of people like my dad with a Marlboro bag. Pop-up stores began selling overpriced soap, helping fade consumers' memories of the times when our grandparents made soap from the excess pork fat combined with caustic soda. Green consumers called their movement a revolution, ready to rescue us from the dirt. They ignored the practices Romanians have had for decades and instead persuaded us to spend money on new things. Maybe our bag of bags and old pickle jars were too simple for the lofty world of reduce, reuse and recycle. But my parents and grandparents and our many neighbors have kept many of their old practices alive. They continue to reuse the same plastic bag and the same balls. And they never throw away a newspaper that can be later used as a gift wrap. Sadly, these practices have become harder and harder to maintain as Romania changes. On a global scale, petrochemical companies have funneled excess drilled fossil fuels like petroleum and methane gas into an explosion of single-use plastic. Plastic is more ubiquitous than ever in Romania, and recycling programs can't do much about the waste it produces. Our government can't keep up. My family and my neighbors can't keep up either. We need a much bigger, perhaps countrywide bag of bags to match pace with waste. No, 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 There was no notion of ecology amongst my parents or your mothers. They did not learn how to preserve the environment, how to not pollute it. Occasionally they threw trash next to the river and directly dumped it into the river, but nothing to the scale of what we see nowadays. Plastic was also just not available. Only after the communist revolution in 1989, we started getting more of it on the market. In his lifetime, my father has seen the shift from a time when simple practices of reusing bags and jars was sufficient to now, 
when the increase in plastic use and waste in Romania has surpassed what people can reuse. Like my father said, there was a huge increase in plastic in the country after the communist revolution. Big Western companies all of a sudden had new markets to flood with their plastic wares. Additionally, the movement to preserve and protect the environment faces several hurdles in Romania, a country where, at least in my observation, conspiracy theories and direct climate denialism have reached rampant levels. Asta mi se pare în primul rând o problemă și dacă te duci la oamenii ăștia sigur nu o să spună da, hai să reciclăm plastic, pentru că pentru ei problema mare nici măcar nu e asta, probabil nici nu sunt conștienți că... This is Stefania Gârțu, an up-and-coming journalist and ecologist activist who documents environmental issues in Romania. Stefania is also a graduate of sociology from the University of Bucharest. Plasticul poate să fie reciclat, poate nici măcar nu știu cum trebuie să fie aruncate deșeurile bine, deși și aici... Education is lacking, of course, and this emphasis on recycling as a solution is is annoying and does not represent a clear solution. Instead of creating a circular economy, allows us to reuse, to recycle and to value every part of our ecosystem equally, we are embracing solutions that were not designed to help us. Our tried and true practices of reusing materials haven't been able to keep up with the amount of waste our lives now create. And just peddling recycling as an easy solution isn't a valid replacement for the way my family used to reuse plastic. The plastic just keeps on coming. Those cheeses that my dad used to carry in his Marlboro bag from the shepherds up the mountain are now sold in markets wrapped in layers of plastic. Same with the tomatoes and cucumbers we used to pick on our leftover jars. Plus, infrastructure and education haven't caught up, leaving many people without solutions to dispose of waste that they cannot reuse. Comercianții ăștia, adică dacă te duci la ei la magazin, prima grijă dacă îi spui ceva ce să-ți dea, pune mâna pe pungă. Adică mă refer la produse care n-ar necesită, produse din astea agricole, un măr, o pară, o un fruct, o legumă, care nu trebuie să pui trei roșii într-o pungă, doi castraveți într-o pungă și, vorbă zisă, de a păstra mediul curat și de a colecta deșeurile astea, că ai putea să le pui la un tomberon, că la ora actuală nu poți să spui că uh, na, primăriile și toate astea nu-și dau interesul, că peste tot găsești... We just produce too much trash. There is plastic for everything we buy. It was not like this in the past. Now, I go downstairs, you know, to the store in the hood, and I might ask for some parsley. I'm trained now to be quicker than the shop vendor and tell her that I do not want a plastic bag for a bloody parsley. I have two hands to carry, I can keep it easy. You see, the solution is always to either just throw it down the river or just burn it. There is simply no education about the consequences that derive from our actions. Over the years, I've taken numerous walks down near the river that passes south of our property. Oftentimes, I had to jump over plastic heaps, rotten furniture, metal scraps bearing my path. When the river overflows, the objects get carried downstream onto the next house, crossing through other properties, leaving a permanent mark of the trash we created. 
It's common to blame the situation on the individual. Maybe the elderly person in the village who throws their trash in the river because they, quote, don't know any better or don't care. But like the causes of global climate change, these piles of plastic I see by the river in my village are a deep systemic problem. According to Eurostat, 34.4% of Romanians are at risk of poverty or social exclusion, the highest percentage for any country in the European Union. For those that have to think whether or not food will be on the table at dinner time, knowing how and where to dispose of new excess plastic waste is probably not the first thing on their mind. A lot of the frustration around the plastic waste piling up is placed on the government. Beneficial change from above feels like an imaginary tale to many. Only 21% of Romanians have faith in the government, a number that has been slowly decreasing over the years. To understand the lack of faith in government and politics, one has to go back to the collapse of communism that promised prosperity and instead brought a crisis. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. If someone told you to jump off a cliff, would you do it? No. But there is something to be said about leaping into the unknown. That's what our podcast, Outside In, is all about. It's a safer way to explore all the weird, wonderful, and uncomfortable questions you have about the natural world. Like, what's it like to decompose? All of the germs and bacteria is saying, okay, baby, we got to get rid of this person. Or why the hell do we have lawns? Who the hell needs five acres of ornamental grass? I'm Nate Hedgie, host of Outside In, a podcast where curiosity and the natural world collide. Sometimes it's serious, sometimes it's ridiculous, but it's always a wild journey. That's outside slash in from New Hampshire Public Radio. While change may not happen overnight, the movement for a more just society is gaining momentum. Tune in to Crooked Media's Pod Save the People, where every week you can learn about the stories that are impacting communities of color from people of color. With hosts DeRay McKesson, Kaya Henderson, Miles Johnson, and Diara Ballinger. Pod Save the People gives an exciting blend of politics, culture, and social issues all in one place. From book censorship to discussing Beyonce's impact on society. Tune in to Pod Save the People every Wednesday on your favorite podcast platform. Să știi că am prins, mi-aduc aminte, îmi plăceau mie, mi-aducea tata de la fabrică, erau niște iepurași. This is my mom, Elena. Cu bomboane cibo, erau de plastic, erau forma iepurașului și în el se găsea bomboane, erau făcute la Brașov, cibo se numeau pe. Da, foarte frumos că știu că mereu mi-a... Consumption before was very different than what you're used to now. 
the way we shopped, the things we had access to were very different. Plastic was hard to come by, it did not even exist. Maybe once in a while you would find some products wrapped in plastic. I don't remember any besides those bunny-shaped candy containers my father would bring that had chocolate inside. He purchased them at the factory store and would bring them home sometimes. But besides, I don't remember plastic. Nowadays, my parents bring home milk in a five-year-old plastic bottles that they cannot let go of. With every piece of trash that they put in a bin, a feeling of guilt washes over my family. It is unfortunate to want to eat a piece of candy, a croissant or some wafers, which I absolutely adore, and leave so much trash behind. We find it impossible to drink a soda and then throw the ball out, since that plastic can be used in various ways. The fossil fuel industry might argue that plastic we put in the trash is recycled, yet the truth is far from that claim. Globally, only 9% of plastic waste is ever recycled. Instead, the majority of it ends up in a landfill, an incinerator, or our environment. In the recycling of plastic, energy gets consumed. Quite often, the plastic gets shipped away from the country to East Asia, where they recycle it or simply dump it on a pile of land. And what do Romanians get in exchange for this outsourcing? Statistically, we just look better on paper, since we're not the ones disposing of the trash, but in reality, nature does not forget. The plastic that we throw away must end up somewhere. No, 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 era plastic. Păi, gândește-te că țin minte la o bătrână acolo, la Nicolaesca, toată sau Nicolaesca, avea pe fereastră, la fereastră acolo în cameră, avea un borcan de sticlă în care ținea lingurile și furculițele, că bineînțeles mobilierul era mai rudimentar. Deci nu era, nu era undeva să fie ceva de cutii de plastic. We grew up like that. Everything was reused at all times. Plastic was hard to come by and we did not feel like we needed pre-made objects for every little task we had to do around the house. That may explain why around our house one finds a bunch of yogurt pots that have been cleaned and in which flowers are now planted. Or why the cats eat from a bowl that in the past we used to serve soup out of. This is Dan Barbulescu, a founding member and executive director of Parcul Național Văcărești. Parcul is the first urban natural park of Romania and the biggest green space in all of Bucharest. Faptul că trebuia să aducem maculatură, așa o numeam noi la școală, adică se organizau centre de colectare a materialelor. I was fairly young when communism collapsed, but uh, I remember how my parents reused uh, everything. We still do. We have a bag of bags at home, a box of boxes, a box of balls. Oh, oh. I remember that we had those campaigns to recycle, to bring glass, metal sheets, and anything one could find around the house to school. Dan told me that in fact the recycling efforts by the communists were part of a greater economic framework, rather than amplified by a collective sense of environmental protection. The Cold War dynamics imposed a competition between what was left and right of the Iron Curtain. 
the communist states, though having a different economic system than the western states, had to develop their economies which were in part ravaged by the war. To do so meant using and reusing every last bit of material that one found around. An empty glass bottle was not to be disposed of, but repurposed inside the economy, creating jobs for the one working in the recycling factory and easing our dependence on foreign nations for economic development. Noi adunam aculatura și strângeam bănuții să recicla, se adunam aculatura, se ducea și bănuția îi punea la fundul clasei, plecam în excursii. Yes, there are many campaigns as such. A couple of times a year we had the quota of paper products, of metal ones, to bring to school. It was a shared sense of responsibility. Each one of us putting in effort to clean the streets, their houses, their neighborhoods. I'm not nostalgic for those times, but I remember it clearly. The practice still exists in many countries. In the United States, people hunt for aluminum cans in order to turn it at a local can disposal station. In Romania, the practice, once applied all throughout the economy, is now done only by individual supermarkets. It's a piecemeal solution that still makes people feel like it's their responsibility, or their fault, for the amount of waste produced. Over time, the national recycling program was abandoned. My father claimed that once the transition to free market capitalism commenced and we did the increase of plastic, what belonged in the past was supposed to be left there. No transition was perfect and certain elements from the communist times were eventually brought back, but recycling facilities and programs started disappearing, augmented by cost-cutting mentality. Pe atunci o corvoadă, dar care privind acum era o chestie bună de mobilizare. Pentru că. And not only that, but uh, you could recycle almost everywhere. Where there was a store, there was a collection point for materials. When we had too many metal scraps in the house, we would bring them to the village store and they would later take care of it. Astfel că natura era considerată, în primul rând, o resursă de produse, de materii prime, cât era valorizată pentru alte funcții ale ei, cum ar fi funcția de reglare sau funcția de recreere socioculturală. Adică... The solution of green consumerism is a false solution. I hear it everywhere, and they think that solely replacing internal combustion engine cars with electric ones will solve everything. The EV is seen as the future's car, an anomaly if you ask me, because our cities, I mean the European ones, are not designed with a car in mind. We need public transportation. What we need for the future is an ecological, agricultural model, since the current state of food production has one of the most negative impacts on the natural ecosystems. We could borrow from our grandparents, look at the way they treated the soil. Da, reciclăm, facem să fie bine, dar tot majoritatea deșeurilor plastice ajung undeva în natură, în alte țări, pentru că na, we all know about waste colonialism, care 
e tot un fenomen foarte curent la care, cu care se confruntă inclusiv și România, dar mai ales alte țări din Asia de Sud-Est și din Africa și mi se pare că poate inclusiv din America de Sud și mi se pare așa o, o glumă din a timpurilor noastre, dar hai să reciclăm bine, dar totuși când putem să facem un sistem circular care chiar să funcționeze și nu chestia curentă. Yes, we, we recycle, we make it good, but most of the plastic waste still ends up somewhere in nature, in other countries, you know, we don't know about the waste colonialism that Romania also faces, especially other countries in Southeast Asia and Africa, maybe from South America. It's a joke of our time. Yes, let's recycle, but when can we make a circular system that actually works now, not the current one? Stefania's hope for a system that works was present in all conversations I've had. Despite their criticism of the present, everyone I talked to imagined that a better future was possible. We must reflect on the past, bring back what was buried on the premise of being antique, bring back the reusable, bring back the bag of bags, a circular economy, and hold the powerful accountable. Take those individual struggles and move towards a bigger cause. I remember that Marlboro bag I used to carry the tracksuit for my PE class in. I think often about the jars my family and I would use for pickling. In the current day and age, we emphasize comfort. While my individual ability to act is limited, that should not stop us from taking matters into our own hands and striving for a better future. To make that happen, we must come together and shift the paradigm from blaming the individual to identifying structural issues at play, like the false promise of green consumerism. We can't buy our way out of this crisis. Hey everyone, it's Shaylin again. Thank you so much for listening to Bag of Bags by Radu Stokitsa. That's all for this episode of Inherited, and we'll return next week with an all-new episode featuring another impactful climate storyteller. And don't forget, this Friday we'll drop a Craft Talk bonus episode with Radu on environmental responsibility and the need for more data-focused climate journalism. That's all for this episode of Inherited. We'll return next week with an all-new episode featuring another impactful climate storyteller. There's more in store for season three, so make sure to tune into Inherited on Wednesdays wherever you get your podcasts. Inherited is brought to you by YR Media, a national network of young journalists and artists creating content for this generation. We're distributed by Critical Frequency, a woman-run podcast network founded by journalists. The story Bag of Bags, featured in today's episode, was written, produced, and voiced by Radu Stokitsa, an inherited season three storyteller. I'm Shailen Martos, your season three host and producer. The co-creators and senior producers of Inherited are Georgia Wright and Jules Bradley. Our audio engineer is James Riley, and our audio engineering fellow is Christian Romo. Dominique French and Nige Turner provided production support, and our intern is Esther Omolola. Our executive producer is Amy Westervelt from Critical Frequency. YR's Director of Podcasting is Sam Chu, and our Senior Director of Podcasting and Partnerships is Rebecca Martin. Original music for this episode created by these young musicians at YR Media. Christian Romo, Anders Knudstad, Noah Holt, Jacob Armenta, Chaz Whitley, 
Michael Diaz, Sean Luciano Galarza, and Jay Mejia Cuenza. Music direction by Oliver Cuya Rodriguez and Maya Drexler. Other music licensed from APM Music. Art for this episode created by YR's Marjorie Massacat. Art direction by Brigado Bautista. Michelle Rivera is our web designer. Project management from Eli Arberton. YR's creative director is Pedro Vega Jr. Special thanks to Maggie Taylor, Jasmine Burton, Siobhan Graham, Danielle Conley, and Kyra Kyles. Please throw us a rating or maybe even a review on the Apple Podcast app. It goes a long way towards getting these stories out there. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InheritedPod. If you want to learn more about our show and this season's cohort of storytellers, head to our website at yr.media slash inherited. Sign up Asi for listening and see you next Wednesday.